The Mark of Athena, Chapter 41, Piper. Piper tried to make the best of the situation. Once she and Jason had got tired of pacing the deck, listening to Coach Head sing. Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted. Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week. Work. Work, slay. Slay. I don't know why every time I like have a harder time reading the first chapters, like I've just like sufficiently over the course of particularly this book, just like had so much trouble saying the words. That's okay. It happens. Hmm. Um, Ava, Neve, how are we this week? <laughs> Uh, like when is he gonna ask what um well i am let's see i'm doing better than last week um i have basically adjusted to the things i needed to adjust to in my job um because basically what happens is I, i typically work at the same place every summer and we moved locations and that was like a really 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 big issue for a lot of us um but I, I have adjusted um and I'm living my best life except for the fact that I was literally there for 14 hours today um and I'll be there for about 15 tomorrow so it's cool and awesome um except I won't be able to sleep ever again except well no okay I have a week off like next week which is nice and then I go right back to it <laughs> um which slay um but it's it's good i'm having a i'm having a ball in a sense but i'm also exhausted so do it that way you will slay slay i'm doing good uh i have really bad allergies today so you can hear by the slight not the allergies sniff in my voice i can't get them to go away i think it might be something in my house like the dust or something I don't know. Mine have been pretty bad this past like week too. So sometimes in the air. So that's happening. But I had a good I had a good time this weekend. Uh I bought a lot of things, a lot of rocks, crystals, but like I think it's funnier to say that they're rocks. (laughs) They are basically like 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 rocks. (laughs) I think that it's hilarious. Rocks just implies like little boy at science museum. Like that is what I am. Cause I found this store. I went to new hope over the weekend and I found this store that was selling rocks for like dirt fucking cheap. I got all of these rocks. There's like so many, you can't I'm tell, just telling my friends, but like, I hmm. let me do a count. Uh, Cause I was like thinking, I was like the people listening to this can't tell how many rocks I got, but one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine rocks. Holy $20. Nine whole rocks. For twenty dollars, it was like the best thing ever. The so I could never, literally. The outside could never. No, they're like fun rock, like the crystal rocks, and very excited about that because I'm just gonna buy. I was like, they're the easiest way to decorate my apartment next year. Like, if I don't have something to throw on a shelf or a table, like throw some crystals, and it looks like I put effort in. So, but otherwise, though, how are you, Brayden? I'm I'm all right, mostly just working a lot. Um but I really like my coworkers, so that's made like work work very nice. Um I'm truly not doing much else. Um 
I'm trying to keep up to date on my TV shows. Hmm. Uh, we, we as a society have like re- reverted back to weekly release schedules again. I and know. like, I, I can't keep up with it. It's like so much. Mm-hmm. I'm like watching five shows that like come out weekly and it's just very different than like binging. So like, I haven't been able to watch the shows that I'm binging because I'm used to the weekly release schedule. I don't, it's like, I'm like really all over the place. I also only like with how much I'm working, I only actually have the energy to watch YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But I will say, it's like weekly releases, but shittier because when we would have weekly release television shows that were at a certain time, like at least you could say like, hold on, I can't do that. Like I have like a time to watch this. Yeah. Like when we watch Drag Race every week, it's like, it's at eight on Friday. Yeah, so we like eight. know when that is. But when it's like streaming services are releasing weekly, it's like just any time that day and then it's just like so much more to configure than if they just like gave the time to you right no that's like drag- <laughs> in this essay i'll talk about why we should go back to regular cable <laughs> i'm not saying that we should not do that we basically but like, no but like for real because it'll be like okay i'm three days behind watching drag race because it drops at midnight the day before but i'm like okay am i gonna like not stay after work like am i gonna get drinks with my coworkers after work and or like just go home because i have to watch drag race because right. i was like no and then i put it off and then like so it's it is like it's just weird it's it's just been a lot i've just noticed that like culturally like a lot of things have gone gone back to that weekly or like yeah. netflix is doing the weird stranger two things like two-part where they drop most of the episodes and then the last two separately, like why, like you have to like map out when you're going to watch TV these days. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why I just like going to the movies. Yeah, no, literally I'm not caught up on, um on drag race because of that. But I had, I got off work at six 30 on the 4th of July and no, I did not celebrate the 4th of July, but I celebrated the release of Minions Rise of Gru and I went with two of my friends and oh my god I'm changed like I'm changed so like I only have time to like like I don't know I I I can only so occasionally map out a chunk of time and it's got to be something monumental like it can't just be something weekly that like kind of might matter Mm-mm, it's got to be Minions Rise of Gru caliber famously it was good. I loved it. I ate it up. It was no just fun. Yeah. Box office records broken by this movie, which is incredible. Um, I love it. But uh, it like it was it was genuinely like a fun movie to see in theaters. Like I went with a friend as well, um, and it was it was just a sleigh. We went opening night. Hmm. I mean, yeah, like, I had a fabulous time. It was like a packed theater. The the movie theater that we go to around here is like never full. Even like opening nights for Marvel movies, like you never like fully sell, sell, sells out just because it's not a super popular theater. It's also like not in like an AMC or a Cinemark, so it's like the chain theaters always get a little bit more business. Those all ones always sell out more. But like even Minions was was basically sold out. Hmm. And I, this is this is kind of crazy. Um, I'm seeing. I'm excited for Thor. Thor is coming out this week, tomorrow. Oh my God, <gasps> yeah, I have to. Oh my God, 
I will be seeing that one alone. Yeah. My my one friend in Allentown, I I the only thing I can get her out to the movies for is minions. <laughs> she actually said that very specifically. She was like, I will not go see a Marvel movie with you, but but the only thing that will get me out of the house is minions. Yeah, that's legit. I I have a lot of respect for that, actually. Yeah. Clear boundaries. Um Neve. Yes. Oh, wait, I didn't tell us what we're, I was going to jump into the recap. I didn't say what we're doing this week. Um, <laughs> and th- this is, eventually? this is the, the, Mar- I mean, I, we all, I don't know why I recap. It's in the, it's in the title of the episode, but like, uh, it's Mark of Athena chapters 41 through 44, uh, about Piper. Piper is, is, is the one talking. Um, huh. and, Age. Age age is the theme. The theme is age. Um, now that that's out of the way, now are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Now that I give you extra time to prepare. Yep. Okay, right, no. it. What? It's like, oh, it's already started. <laughs> you, okay. So, uh, <laughs> a restart. I was talking when you said go. 34. Jason have a moment and then it's like uh, but then they have to um, Piper sees in her knife where they have to go to get Nico and they're like oh they're oh my god we might be too late so then they go um, they find it really easy and Piper's like shit I think we're gonna drown and Percy was like I can't drown but then that plot line comes back because it's actually a thing that I can't pronounce that once had nymphs in it but the nymphs are evil because they're underground now so they start filling the thing with toxic water um and Percy can't swim in it. So it's like, fuck, will he drown? But then they use the cornucopia to put fresh water in it and they cleanse the situation and then they go to try and save him. That was pretty good. Thank you. Fuck you. Yeah. That, was, that was taking it back to the original of doing a 30 second recap. It was. You, uh. waste, you squandered your first 15 seconds. I also stole them from you. I will admit that. But yeah, yeah. it was funnier to watch you struggle. A <laughs> um, <laughs> little fire under your ass. That is that is the amount it you also put. made me forget the thorough line of the story of the skeleton dog that was like the yeah I always forget something but I'm sad I forgot it well actually let's do song first and then I'll talk about it yes actually I there's these are actually like really interesting chapters that I'm very excited to get into but yes yeah. let's let's do do the do the songs first um, also I think that word is is isn't it just nymphaeum? I was not sure, and I wasn't going to try. I just like it because it's like a little too obvious. Yeah. All these I'm hard worried words, that like, like it's not the, that. the nymph, the nymph, the the nymphium. Like someone like was slacking. It's like where the nymphs are, the nymphium, <laughs> where the nymphs are. <laughs> That's funny. Um, my song is "Hurricane Drunk" by Florence and the Machine. Oh, I love that song. It, it has the right vibes, mostly. Um, like Florence felt like the vibes for these. Mm-hmm. Just I don't know when we get a little more like into the, like the magicy kind of stuff and the mm-hmm. like folk taley. Florence feels right, and then Hurricane Drunk felt like thematically appropriate. Okay, that's legit. 
All right. <laughs> Sorry, Amy, you just looked like you were gonna say something. So I was like, is she gonna No, but I can giddy up. Um, how about Helplessness Blues by Fleet Foxes? Cute. All right. <laughs> um, for two hundred. Yeah, no, because I think they're kind of helpless for a while. Slay. You can't see it, but I'm giving a smile without anything behind the eyes. <laughs> okay, guys. I have a My Chemical Romance song. But I actually have, like, so, so a, much so to back it up with. So it's a day? No, 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 no. Because you don't understand. I actually... I actually have so much to back it up with. This literal, this chap, these chapters talks about so many themes that the masterful Black Parade album talks about. Um, and it's just so many of the songs could apply because the Black Parade is talking about like death and dying and what it like, what it feels like to Oh, not the sniff, but to like, like dying for causes and like what you go through. And it just, it fits really well. So I actually do have like a really good reason to pick up my chemical warfare song this week. And that song happens to be The Sharpest Lives, which is excellent song. Um, It's tough because some of the lyrics are very intense and like not about like kids, obviously, which these people are. Um, But I feel like it just talks about, oh my God, I need to stop sniffing. Uh, I think that it talks about this, the themes of the story really well, uh, that this like chapter, these chapters are sort of based on. Um, and yeah, just the idea of like sacrificing for the people that you love and treating yourself like, to give everything to help someone. That's what I wanted to say. So okay. it makes sense though. It does make sense. Thank you. Good job. You justified it. I know. There have been weeks where I'm just like, I want to put my chemical romance on because I want to. But this one actually makes sense. So fine. Uh, you win. No. Time. <laughs> All right. What were our favorite parts? Honestly, I love these whole chapters. Like every single one of these chapters, I was like, this is a major slay. When they ended, I was like not ready for Piper to stop be for like Piper to not be in control of the story anymore. Like I was sad when they ended. I was like so surprised. It felt like it went by quickly. But it was just because it was very interesting. The, these are like one of the the like you have certain like chapters of these books that I like could tell you word for word. <laughs> and like these are this is this one of these chapters that like I could like recite all of it. It's so cool. Cause like I I'm like I kind of forgot these chapters. No offense. I just like, you know, they're leading up to the climax. So I forgot like that. And the way that the story is weaved into it is so interesting. Cause I remember like Piper talking about it and I was like how is this skeleton dog story flood story gonna turn into anything that's gonna help them in this situation but like the that a lot of plot lines pay off in these chapters that I find so interesting like the the Percy drowning plot line was so long ago 
But like it, having it come back into play in these chapters was really interesting, along with why the flood story is important. So, yeah, it was yeah. it was really cool. Yeah, I, I just, agree with that. Yeah, I'm also just like a fan of these chapters, <laughs> and I, I'm excited to like dive into them deeper. So let's take a quick break, and then we'll we'll d- discuss our theme. Nice work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, we're back. The theme is age. The theme, where, where is it? <laughs> Makes it sound like a detective show. Where is it? Where's the theme? <laughs> not so much more intense than what it needs to be. You're welcome. All right, I'm going to say one thing. <laughs> I'm really tired, so this might be more of a listening episode for me. But uh, we begin with um, tragedy and unexpected, how you say. Um, <laughs> I just have no idea where we're about to go. We no. can be going anywhere, and I'm so excited. No, you, you have me on the hook. You have, I'm on, hanging on every word. Continue. An unexpected, arduous task can make you age so quickly. Even if you're young. Girl, you're not young anymore because you're about to die. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it just, I don't... Yeah, I mean, being a demigod. Mm. Natural disasters, they age you. Good night. There, so... There was a lot in the, in that. Um. <laughs> I work for 14 hours today. <laughs> so my thought was just, it's Jason's birthday. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I, I actually think that was really intelligent. And I, I like the direction that you're headed in. And I think you brought up a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, I agree. It is like, there is a lot in these chapters that, that resonates with the like, they're old now. It doesn't really... And with like Jason's birthday, it's like he doesn't really care about his age. He's never focused on his age because he's just been through so much. Like Piper says, it's like, I can't believe that like he's now the age he could get a driver's license because mm-hmm. like he's killed people. <laughs> so Piper was thinking, but like, yeah, for sure. But yeah, it is, it's interesting to we've always talked about how weird it is, how old all of them are. But I think age also plays interesting with the nymphs that are like 
trying to kill them. Mm -hmm. Those motherfuckers were creepy. Like, I have never... They were just described so scary. Like, it was... I think it was the end of a chapter. Shit, now I'm afraid I'm wrong. And I don't really want to flip through to find out. But the end... I don't think... it, It might not have been the end of a chapter. But, like, them being, like... I think it was an end of, like, a paragraph section. But, like, the nymphs coming out and, be, like, them talking about, like, then where did the nymphs go? And then them coming out of the ground and being, like, they're still here and they're bitter and old and angry. <laughs> it's so scary. Um, but I thought them, they're, I thought it was interesting that it was, like, they, I, I guess it was more their location that, like, growing old in a place like that termed them evil, you know, being yeah. like very underground. It like they talk a lot about like how in Greece they were one thing and then in Rome they're another and then they like disappear. And like that's kind of a big theme of this whole book is that like Greek Roman tension and how like when things are adopted and carried on, they kind of lose their meaning. Yes. Okay, because I I had another thought. I also think that um that that in the sense age as a concept fits very very well in with that like idea because age like we see throughout history age is very malleable in the sense of like you can be eighteen in one culture and like be re- like almost like you said like y- you killed someone but you can get a driver's license like you know like you be eighteen you could have had three children you could be eighteen and have had like never seen anyone outside of your family in your life like it, like age and also throughout history lifespan like that has that plays a role in it too like it just proves that like physical amount of years like constantly mean something different to pretty much every culture so it's like i don't know it 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 just i think the confusion about their ages and like how we almost have to do a double take every time is absolutely on purpose because I, I think Rick is is messing with that. Like things were so different then. And since they are almost a, a manifestation of what, how things were then, like that's almost like giving us a modern taste of like how that difference feels. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're, we're kind of like jumping around, but like the, the overall thing that I think we're finding is that like, that tension of how much, how cultural age is and that like age is, is, is just as much cultural and experiential as it is biological and physiological. Like time is like in, in a lot of ways, like you can measure time. It is something that is measurable. So therefore it is like, there are scientific ways to analyze time, but time is also socially constructed and the way we view time does not necessarily line up with the way we measure time either and the way and the way it's perceived it's such a complicated subject but what we're seeing in both these things is like yeah with Jason's birthday uh i like that it's brought up in these chapters because you're seeing okay this is people who are a lot older than they like older and more mature and have experienced a lot more than other people, their time age in this cultural moment of time. And that has this juxtaposition 
with these um, beings that live forever. And they experience a lot, but they've experienced a lot over hundreds of thousands of years versus they've these kids have experienced a lot in like 15 to 16 years. Yeah. Because yeah. you think about how like they were eight, like the three of them fully like sacrificing everything with that mindset that Piper was talking about, like you're already dead. So you need to give this like everything you have to help save these like elder beings that have been like corrupted and poisoned. Their power was able to outdo everything of like the thousands of years that these beings had been like like rotting seems like a gross word but like it kind of feels right like that like have been slowly getting poisoned by the like their surroundings and by there's yeah actually just their surroundings like the people around them and the situation that they were in like and i feel like it's interesting that younger that these like much younger powerful people could outdo that and I feel like their, not only their level of power, but also their level of like experiencing and experiences honing that power could also be a reason why that happened or was able to happen, you know? Because I was like, I know the horn's not that big, but how is this? <laughs> like this realistically. Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, it sh- shows like something about youth versus age as well in that like, just because they're old, their age is almost a detriment because like you, I mean, this is like a real problem with aging is that when you get old, you start to forget things. Like my hundred year old great grandmother lived through the great depression, but she doesn't, can't still feel that necessarily in the same way that she feels COVID that just happened because over time when you have so many experiences like a human brain like starts to deteriorate like physically deteriorate because it cannot hold all of these memories at once at a certain point once you reach a certain age that's a lot of where like the science behind like dementia and like i mean that is like there's a lot more with things like that but like that is why pretty much everyone when they reach a certain age starts to forget things to a certain extent um because you can't hold all of that in you and the nymphs have now like lived through these eons of different things and then been forgotten they're so out of touch with i mean we see that at the end when she's like i'm gonna go out into the world and it's gonna be so beautiful now i can't wait and, he, and percy's like oh Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> yeah i have like a fan cam in my in my head that or no what's that called yeah whatever um headshot whatever they call it um in the fan fiction things um that like that like she goes out into the world and becomes like an eco-terrorist a head cannon head cannon oh my god is what you're thinking of yeah you should write it i think it's i think it's fun i think we deserve a um a a nymphs of the nymphaeum uh maybe like a comic book Mm. i feel like that's a good medium she could be like poison ivy, eco terrorist, like anti hero. Yeah. 
Also, she drops a crazy deep quote that has nothing to do with our theme. But it was just so interesting. She like drops a quote that's like, hold on, I got to find it exactly. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Percy Press samples, please, no more complicated words. Oh, home is not a complicated word. Kind of said it completely sincere. I thought it was, but now you've unbound us from this place. What a fucking good quote. Because she, like, says, like, a bunch of complicated words that I can't pronounce about, like, the nymphaeum and something else. That, and Percy's like, oh, my God, stop with complicated words. And she's like, oh, home's not a complicated word. I was like, oh, this is really good. <laughs> it's just really interesting. It has nothing to do with our theme and honestly nothing to do with the chapter, but it was just a great quote. It, it is like a just a beautiful quote. Like that is a pillow quote. <laughs> it is. And I guess to try and tie it into the theme a little bit, like being bound to a place, they were quite literally like shoes glued to the floor of this um, tavern, but like being bound to a place and calling it home and having that difficult relationship with home for like such a long time and then being freed from that it's like oh home wasn't bad it was just this place <laughs> you know i hate i hate to say this i hate to bring it up that's that's such a like applicable covid message yeah. where yeah. it's like Rick when didn't, we're that's all like you did a good job yeah but it's like when we're all stuck in our homes for two years yeah, your home can start to get unbearable because when you know something too well and it's all you know, you fail to see the, like, you can start to fail to see the beauty. It loses it. Like, that's, like, literally what happens to the nymphaeum is they get stuck there, it is abandoned, and it loses its beauty. And it loses its power because there is nothing else for them. And it's like, you have to go out in the world to have somewhere to come home to. Exactly. Wow. We're going to yeah, talk about it tonight. Yeah. That is really beautiful, actually. Yeah. I just love these chapters. They were really, really good. I still want to talk about the dog and like the idea of sacrifice. Um, yeah. I think it's really interesting because it like in like to tie it back to aging, like it has that idea of like if you know that your like time is up, like what do you do with that? Like Yeah. What, that's what, what like, that's that, what the Black Parade talks about. <laughs> slay. But it's like, yeah, but no, that is that is real. It's, that's like your your time is only what you make of it. And like if you're going to die, make your death mean something. Yeah, and that's like what... It's like a hard one to apply to life, really, but like, it is good in stories. Yeah, because like, Piper, it was really like hammered home by Piper seeing them drowning and like truly going into that situation, like, like ready to give over the idea of like, I'm already dead, this is going to be the end of our lives, and the last thing we could possibly do is maybe put out enough like cleansed water to save these nymphs and it might not save us and probably won't save us, but could save them. So that's the last thing we have to like give ourselves over to very. And also, Oh my God, I'm a genius, but like 
there had been like a smaller like sub thing with Piper and Jason throughout these chapters where it's like the idea of being a hero and what being a hero means and Jason being like I was asleep the most of the time so like I'm not a hero on this quest or like or like I'm not used to sharing the spotlight or I don't know that was bullshit but what I'm mostly talking about is like the idea of Piper like what Piper considers a hero to be and how her act of like that of what I just said of being willing to have her like last action be possibly saving these like thousand year old spirits like that's truly heroic yeah i do i i agree i love that contrast between her and jason and percy because jason and percy are very like they're both very traditional heroes they kill monsters and they fight bad guys and they do these things and piper is such a non-traditional hero yeah. And because she doesn't, like, she follows more of that, like, seductress archetype in her powers. Like, that's where Aphrodite is coming from. And that is how she, like, she, like, manipulates people and she, like, does, like, works that way. She's not fighting directly. She fights very indirectly. Right. And that's very different. And that is an archetype that is often used for villains, particularly to villainize female characters. Mm-hmm. And like, it's interesting to show the heroism, heroism of that indirect action in that like, she's not doing something now to directly save them. If she ends up saving them through indirect action that is yeah. like, it's very like mutual aid, you know, like <laughs> she yeah. helps other people and therefore and in turn helps them. Right. And like that contrast is just very different to definitely to Jason. Percy kind of accidentally does that sometimes, you know, yeah. like he like, yeah, <laughs> accidentally. And then like it helps him later, but like never on purpose. Yeah. I feel like the last, no, one of the last times he did it on purpose was the whole giving up a god, like, ship thing. But even that was, like, just offered. I don't know. But he, it's definitely Jason. Like, Jason, like, literally talks about in the beginning of these chapters being, like, I was always the star. And, like, now I don't know how to operate in, like, a team of equals. And I was, like. (laughs) Like, ugh, throw up in mouth. (laughs) Like, ugh. But, like, we think about he just turned 16. And if we think about about to turn 16 Percy, you know, he acted like that. Not to give, like, pass to Jason, but... Yeah. It's just to get more proof of, like, Piper is better than all of them. And actually, this is why I want to get to, like, the thing that made me the most angry this book has ever made me since last week. (laughs) you're all just angry last week I hate that she says that she loves him I agree I I forgot it even happened but you're right she does and these would be perfect chapters otherwise and then she goes I love you and I go ooh no (laughs) absolutely not I find it so strange. I I don't know how to describe this, but like 
I guess Rick sort of abandoned the idea of making Jason the Percy of this book series like a, a long while ago. Oh yeah. But I like it was definitely like, his the first intention. Him. Yeah. And I guess in abandoning that, he also abandoned like all the ways that he writes romance, which was much better than what this is. Like what happened to the like year long, years long slow burn of like, they won't even look at each other. (laughs) Not that I want that again, but like, it's just like, it just feels so like rushed. Like everything with Piper and Jason's relationship. I'm like, why? Like, why do you, why do you feel that way? We've seen absolutely nothing that would make you feel that way towards each other. Because even besides the stupid, stupid, stupid fucking love triangle, like, (laughs) Hazel and Frank's relationship is developed really well. Yeah. Like, Son of Neptune really takes a lot of time to develop that. He can do it. Like, she was... You don't love him. You were Stockholm syndromed into this. You were given fake memories. Exactly. That's what I was just thinking. Like, how can we even really trust a relationship that started on, like, fake everything and i know i know we explore this in lost hero but not well no and it's definitely not the like main it's not even like a secondary plot for it's like the the closest to a secondary plot for either of them but like they are dealing with so many other things in lost Hero. has a lot going on with her dad she doesn't have to do this exactly i don't know it's it's so rushed I'm screaming, I'm crying, I'm throwing up. It's derogatory. <laughs> I hate that we have to clarify that now. It's just, it's just maddening. Yes. I hate it so much. I agree. So angry. <laughs> oh, you don't love him. I also like 16-year-olds telling each other that they love each other is like. Like, okay, yeah, you love that, and, like, what? Like, cotton candy? And oh, my God, Brayden. I don't know. I'm bad with ages. 16 was not that long ago for us. Like, it isn't that bad. Cotton right. candy? Are you fucking kidding me? No, I, I know 20-year-old people in their 20s who, who love cotton candy, so you're right. I'll take it back. Um, that was <laughs> He doesn't listen to these. Um, but you know what I mean, where it's like, it is so easy to fall in love when you're 16. Yeah, and, and even easier when you have months of fake memories with a boy who's... Yeah. No, 16-year-olds really be telling each other that they love each other, like, a day in. So, like, it makes yeah. sense. Like, it's not bad writing, like it's like it is like perfectly well written 16 year olds if i was a 16 year old dying about to die and i was next to my boyfriend like okay fine i would do it too i just hate it i because i hate that it's them (laughs) just the people involved even if like leo like professed his love for percy when they were dying like some like completely like random makes no sense i'd be yeah. like fine because you're 16 and you want to admit it like okay yeah and then you die you just got to get it off your chest i just hate them so much i know 
it's really just because their relationship has absolutely no building in sense of like I don't know why you would feel this way. <laughs> like, I also don't know who Jason is. That's also a problem. We're three books in. He's a and little bitch. No personality. <laughs> Jason is a little bitch, and that's all we know. It also really doesn't help that he has not been able to narrate now for like two full books. So we That's really have no idea who this person is. We have no idea what's going on with him. Because his POV chapters are do get a little more sympathetic. I will give that, give him that. Like Yes. But the the time that we got POV chapters from him, the last like the last time we got POV chapters from him, he didn't know who he was. So how are we supposed to know? He doesn't even know his birthday. <laughs> he just learned his birthday. Like yeah, it's tough to, it's tough to, I feel like Rick even, like, noticed as he was writing that it's, like, tough to develop a character when they don't know who they are. Especially they when they're at the head of, when they're, like, POVing. Like, I feel like so much of Jason's POV was, like, shit, I don't know who I am. And so, like, how are we ever supposed to know? Especially once you hit this book and you introduce, and now you have six other main characters who yeah. are, like, worlds more interesting. <laughs> It's like, no fair, you're right. It's it's fine that Rick doesn't explore it because I don't care. I don't want to hear it. I don't need him developed. I want more of Hazel. Yeah, exactly. I want more of Frank and Leo. I don't want more Jason. I'm not left wanting. All right. Sass moments. I definitely have mine. I just can't find where it is. It is. Oh, I like know the feeling of it, but I can't remember the words. Okay, I have mine. While you find yours. Thank you. Hedge grudgingly agreed. Stay where I can see you. What are we, kids? Jason asked. Hedge snorted. Kids are baby goats. They're cute and they have redeeming social value. You are definitely not kids. That was very funny. Very funny of him. All right, I found it. A son of Jupiter tempted us with favors. A new home, he promised. Bigger and better. No down payment. An excellent neighborhood. Rome will last forever. No down payment really got me. It was good. Like, it's so cheesy, but it really got me. Yeah. Ava. Ava. Y'all, you will not fucking believe. Ava fell asleep live on this Zoom call with us. She's literally, she literally fell asleep. So you won't be hearing her sass moment or her offering because she fell asleep. Yeah, live from Return to Camp Half-Blood, Ava is his Um, Oh, Slay. This is so incredibly Did funny. you take a screenshot? Make it better. Make it better. I have to not look like this. Better. All right, I will be posting that. Um, granted, she doesn't kill me. But no, do it anyways. A couple states away from me right now. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say she's far. 
it take her it take her a good couple hours to get to you. It's like the snail thing. <laughs> the, there's a snail always out to get you. <laughs> you don't know what the snail is. <laughs> All right. My offering, pretty obvious. It's for Piper. I'm, I have a feeling that Neve's going to jump on that too. I was thinking about giving it to the nymphs, but well, I, think it, I think Piper deserves it more. That's fair. We could give Ava's to the nymphs. Okay. I'm down for that. I'm sure I'm sure that's who she would. I'm sure she would agree if she were if she were still with us. If she were awake. If she were still with us. I mean, well, we don't even really need to talk about Piper, why Piper deserves it. She yeah, did we excellent. spent the episode talking about why Piper deserves it. Yeah. So, so slay. She's gonna be very confused when she wakes up. <laughs> I just uh, just know that. Just so we know, just so listeners know, her Zoom box is like still on the screen. Like she's still in the meeting. She's just asleep. Yeah, it's not. No, yeah, she did not tap out. She didn't. Yeah. We did not like have an off camera. Like, oh guys, I'm like really. It's fair. She's had a very long day, and she has to get up very. Yeah. I don't blame. And also, let us know if this episode is so boring that you guys fell asleep. I really think me and Breda were giving out some great takes. I talked about the Black Parade, and. We analyzed the chapter very well, I think. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. Ava's just run down. Yes, exactly. And we we respect rest. We we respect rest. Pour my uh, vote off the island. Jason. It has to be Jason because it I was like, could it be I'm... Rick for the fucking writing of this relationship? But no, every but other part not. of this chapter was like excellently no written, so I can't do that. It has to be Jason. Yeah, no, fuck Jason. I'm not used to not being in a team of my equals. Okay. Like, okay, jump. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It was so weird. Also, felt this is a very Ava thing for me to say. Hilarious that she's asleep, but it felt like a weird dig at Reyna. I was like, King, what do you mean you've not been used to being a team among your equals? Yeah. You've been with Raina your whole life. She's badass. Like, what's happening? What a good point there. Ugh, derogatory slay. (laughs) All right, folks, that's all for this week. Join us next week where we'll be discussing... This is when Ava would normally jump in, but I'll I'll do it. Um, it, The... uh, 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 Chapters 45 to 48 through the theme of showmanship. Ooh. I remember what happens in these next chapters, so that's interesting. Oh, I love these next chapters. I'm very excited. <laughs> um, make sure to follow us on social media. We're at Return to Camp on every platform that matters. And we also have a coffee account and a Redbubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. I hope you didn't fall asleep. Yeah, I hope you didn't fall asleep. I hope you made it to the end with us. Uh, See you next week. Bye.